0: Hello, everyone thank you very much for joining us for another sode of the msla podcast this summer we're going to be talking about the books for the mass teen choice book award this is a run through of all the nominations and you can keep an eye out for this the Mass Teen Choice Book Award website, and some of the book trailers that have been out there on the listserv and in other places. The two book nominees we'll be discussing today have themes of friendship. We're gonna look at Tess Sharp's thriller, The Girls I've Been, and the coming-of-age drama, Not My Problem by Ciara Smith. I'm joined today by Suzanne Larson and Felicia O'Keefe to discuss. Welcome to both of you. Um, Do you guys want to start by introducing yourself? We'll go with Suzanne first.
1: Great, hi, thanks so much, Luke, and uh, hi, Felicia. Um, I'm Suzanne Larson. I'm the uh, high school librarian at Seacon Public High School, so that's down near Providence, uh, but we are in Massachusetts, um, and I've been there for about 10 years, and I'm super excited to sort of not only be here on the podcast, but I, I, I'm very fortunate that I get to be chair of the Massachusetts Teen Choice Book Award Committee, and it's, it's an absolute honor and a blast.
0: Great to have you back. And Felicia?
2: Hi, I'm Felicia O'Keefe. I am the Teen Services Librarian at Westwood Public Library in Westwood, Massachusetts. Um, I am also the chair of um, the Massachusetts Library Association uh, Youth Services Section. So um, I'm happy to be back. I know I was on episode three, I think so happy to be back again
0: and we're going to begin with the uh, Sierra Smith book. So Felicia, do you want to tell us about this book? It's kind of standing as part of the uh, award process and what people can look forward to when they go to read it this summer.
2: Sounds good. So I uh, loved being on the reading committee for this award because it forced me um, and encouraged me to read this book and so grateful it did because this is just absolutely hilarious book. It follows a Dean who lives in Ireland. Uh, so for anyone who loves uh, Irish brogues and audiobooks, highly recommend listening to this audiobook because it was amazing. Um, so follows a Dean as she kind of struggles with her own life. Her mom has this drinking problem. Um, And her dad's not really in the picture, except when he decides to show up once in a while, and her best friend is kind of, has been uh, getting along with other friends more and kind of leaving her in the dust. So finally, one day, Aideen is hiding out from uh, her gym class, and she sees her arch nemesis and overachiever Maeve having a meltdown. Uh, She's just overwhelmed with everything happening in her life. And Maeve convinces dean to push her down the stairs to break something so she doesn't have to do everything that she has been encouraged to by her dad. And so uh, problem solved, you know, Maeve's ankle is sprained. She gets out of all the things that she doesn't want to do. But now people keep coming up to Aideen with their own problems and asking Aideen to fix it. So uh, it's kind of this fun story where Aideen does not care about any of these people supposedly, but she loves coming up with these weird ideas of how to help them uh, get what they want. And uh, I forget the other character's name, but there's one, uh, one of the other characters is just one of the funniest people and the audiobook, the way that he they do his voice, he talks so fast and like he's just, he's a character. He's hilarious. So that's not my problem. It's a great book if you need kind of a laugh, even with some serious topics. And it really is a good story of friendship as well.
0: I love the archetype of the fixer who's doing something like that. That's a fun inventive space to work in. Suzanne, I'm assuming you read this book too. Do you want to add anything? Yeah.
1: Oh, hundred percent. I, I adored this book and my, my book group that we have, we have um, a great group at my high school and they, they adored it too. A lot of, there were a lot of comparisons to uh, Dairy Girls, which is the Netflix series oh that comes up just this, you know, tight group of friends, you know, it's, it's set in Ireland. So there's obvious similarities, uh, but I think there's a lot of appeal for not only the, I don't know, we, we tend to see these these stereotypes, you know, the high performing kids, but, you know, and maybe the kids that are not so academically minded. And this really provides some great characters, some very rich, well-rounded characters for both of those groups, for both of those readers. And it is, it's laugh out loud funny because you just wonder about these, you know, predicaments that they get themselves in. And Aideen is just, she just got social IQ off the charts, you know, mm-hmm. and that's the thing. It's like school is not her thing, but she can read people. She can read situations, of course, for everybody but herself. So it is, yeah, it, it is a lot of fun to read. And I, I look forward to promoting it even more. I mean, what happens at my high school is, you know, my book group reads it, and then they tell two friends and it kind of goes viral um, but it is definitely kind of, it's also very heartwarming at the end, you know, it's kind of, um, I don't know, it, it just, yeah, it, it strikes a lot of nice chords and I think kids will connect with it on a lot of levels, even, even if it takes place in Ireland, it doesn't, it wasn't off-putting at all. I mean, there's some of that vocabulary that you're kind of like, huh, what's that? But they do a very good job of, of, you know, telling the story and textualizing. So it's not a problem at all.
0: Yeah, that comparison to Dairy Girls is apt because I think the book you're going to be talking about will be adapted into a show as well. Okay. Let's move over to that. Give us the uh, give us the rundown on the Tess Sharp book.
1: Oh, my goodness. Te- oh, so the Girls I've Been by Tess Sharp. It is it is the teenage heist book that we've all been waiting for. Not only that, Luke, but it is the teenage backwards heist book we've all been waiting for that we didn't know we needed. Um, so you can definitely see it's very visual. So it's clearly going to be a fantastic movie. So the main character, you know, you don't really find out her name till the yet. And the fact that you don't find out her name, but you don't really care because she's such a compelling character is, is quite a feat in terms of storytelling. Um, but it's basically the story of this daughter of a con artist um, who has been Taken hostage in a bank heist. Okay, so that's the 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 short version. Um, but we find out that this this young woman, the main character, she has been raised by her mother, the con artist. Um, to be whatever she needs to be at the moment. Um, and is, is really used by her mother in terms of doing these elaborate cons to rope in you know, rich men or what have you. Not not necessarily in a sexual way, but as the mother is seeking to, to get money and to sort of fleece people on a number of um, occasions. And then the mother and daughter team, they fleece somebody and then they move on. And this has been, um, the main character the young woman her her childhood her experience so she when we meet her she is gotten out of this situation she is connected with an older sibling um, and is trying to do her very best to move beyond that con artist background and, and make a life for herself uh, see the thing is is she gets caught up one day with her two very good friends in a in a, in a bank heist And the problem is, is that these two bank robbers uh, have no idea what they're dealing with uh, in this young woman, because she is more than equipped to take on these two guys that just think that they're doing a simple bank heist and maybe there's some silly teenagers that just kind of got the way. So it is a kind of just this great feat of storytelling as we sort of zigzag back and forth between What's happening in the moment with a very exciting backstory? I mean, my heart was pounding. I'm reading the pages, and I can't turn them fast enough. And I'm, you know, I, 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 I apologize to my family on air publicly right now. I think they may have snapped at them a few times, and they tried to things ask me things like, "What's for you? <laughs> go away, go away," um, and I'm frantically reading this book. Um, and as we find out too about her childhood and how she got this way. Um, and the number of names. So, so the girls I've been comes from the fact that every, with every new con, with every new situation, her mother gave her a new name and a new character. And so you, you don't, you know, she's figuring out which one of these is even close to the truth and which one she wants to be. Um, and so it's along with the excitement and just the, I think, like I said, heart-pounding thrill this is some great character development and a lot of questions that, you know, just teens that aren't in this situation wrestle with, who am I, who am I in terms of, you know, what I was raised and where I wanna go and who is my family and who is my found family, so. I loved it, honestly, really. It's, it's, it's a thrilling page turner for this summer. So go pick it up. You like will be glued as you sit in your beach chair.
0: The, the uh, other descri- the descriptions of like the feminism that are kind of all over the book too, I think really has a good cultural connection. Like whenever you can reread a book in light of recent events, I definitely think that's really important. So thank you for that, Suzanne. Uh, Felicia, anything to add on the Test Sharp thriller?
2: I love this book. I uh, picked it for a book club probably like right when it came out, Um, and all of my kids, which were anywhere between 7th grade to 12th grade, loved it. They agreed. They couldn't put it down. I love this book. I think I convinced half of the staff at the library here to read the book, um, and they all loved it. It's really, um, it is a great story for all ages, Um, and I think that what I love most is when you're Beginning this book, I think they kind of, the first chapter, you know, the two friends that she's in the uh, bank heist with is her ex-boyfriend and then her new girlfriend. And they don't find out that, uh, her ex-boyfriend doesn't find out that, you know, she's with this new girl until like in the middle of the bank heist. You think it's going to be one thing that it's like, oh, you know, this love triangle or something. And it just keeps taking turns and you're, you know, you get her history of being at all these different um, families and different names and everything. And it is, it's just a wonderful um, story and great storytelling by Tess Sharp.
1: Oh, yeah. I I, I didn't add um, about the sexuality. So thanks so much. Um, I would, one of my favorite uh, folks that I follow on Goodreads said, um, I do love morally gray by girls. And I thought that was great (laughs) because it's a story about morally gray morally gray by girls and a whole lot of other things um and wonderful wonderful characters so i yeah i I think this is a real real strong contender on our list but then again i'm in love with half the books on the list or all of the books on the list so it's it's a tough one
0: yeah that's a good point i love a book that kind of shakes that um uh, the cultural responsibility sometimes that we put on LGBTQ plus characters, as anybody, right, as people who are looking for those books who do identify that way, or as straight people looking for kind of like that window in, like I, I love a book that makes it more multifaceted than than stereotypical. So you guys have discussed obviously um, some of the audiobook options that are available, and you've both discussed uh, you know book clubs and that idea of a book kind of going viral. Um, When we come back to school in September, um, that's when the kind of, um, you know, the students are aware of this, certainly at this point, but in earnest, it'll kind of be ramping up to the voting. Uh,
1: We're going to open up the voting in September. So kids will be hearing about it. Libraries will be hearing about it. Um, Our our marketing plan, we have a marvelous marketing committee, and they are pushing out just, you know, awareness and, you know, little book blurb kind of stuff um, via social media all summer long. And then we're going to make sure that we get the word out uh, about the voting that's happening in September. So we, our goal is that we want to announce the winners at the Teen Summit, which is a library um, event that happens in early October. Um, and then we start developing a new list. So we're, you know, it's that, that's what we're looking for. We're hoping that kids take the opportunity to read this summer. We know that a lot of public libraries, uh, Felicia can talk more about that, are doing summer reading programs. Um, some of these, I, I've heard from a lot of my colleagues in high schools, um, and even some middle schools that they're using this as summer reading promotion for their students in cooperation with schools, which is great to hear. Um, and anytime anything is picked up by Netflix, I mean, we're seeing one another book just as an aside is Heartstoppers, which is on our list. And uh, yeah, that is flying. Um, we're getting so many great responses on that because there's a wonderful series on Netflix right now. So. Um, in terms of the girls I've been, in terms of Not My Problem. I mean, I don't know. We're, we're, we're very excited, I think, about all of these. And, and people are taking them in kind of different directions. We're also hearing from libraries all the time about new stuff they're doing. So we're, we're, we're happy to see that.
0: Uh, so, Felicia, any summer programming around these books? And how has it been going so far?
2: Something that I do with my summer reading uh, program is we do uh, different activities that they can get like raffle tickets for. And so one of the activities is reading an award-winning book. And so um, any time that a kid comes in asking for like a list or whatever, like a choice for a book, I always try to keep pushing the Massachusetts Teen Choice Book Award because it is um, quite literally something that they can actually vote on and help choose what is gonna win. And I think they like that even more so, you know, encouraging them to read more on that list. And then I do have two book clubs going over the summer as well. And nothing is better than having a list to just pick from instead of the entire library to pick a book. You can just pick off of a nice short list that, you know, a few uh, very talented librarians were able to narrow down and put together. So, you know, it's going to be a good book if you pick it off of
1: that and it makes it so much easier.
0: I love that. All about reader agency, student agency, especially with the voting. It's going to be great. I
1: would, I would love to add, Luke, that we do have a, a logo contest happening now too. So if there's talented kids out there that are interested in, in making us a logo, remember we are a brand new award. We talk about it like we've been around forever, but this is our first year, <laughs> um, and we are very interested in yes, having teen choice and voice, and that even includes the visual kind of identity of the of the award. And so if you you know, as you're sitting under a tree, kids, and you've got a, you know an <laughs> idea of what you think our logo should be, we'd love to see it. So you, they can hit up our website.
0: All right. Well, if you're listening out there and you're musically talented, the podcast would also love a new jingle. So we've been trying to create one, but, uh, I'm a drummer, not a real musician. (laughs) So it's kind of difficult, but anyway, I'll just put that out there for folks. We're also looking for a jingle for the podcast, but at any rate, we would love to hear from you. We have a podcast email at podcast at maschoollibraries.org that's school libraries with just one l the word school and the word libraries shares the l so podcast at massschollibraries.org information on the massachusetts teen choice book award can be found at mateenchoicebook.org that's mateenchoicebook.org We uh, look forward to hearing from you about this program and about the podcast and have a great summer, folks. And thank you very much to Felicia and Suzanne for being here. Thank you
1: so much. This was a
0: pleasure. And we'll see you guys for the next mini-sode. So thanks for listening.